so I got injured uh, wrestling, dropped out of college, you know, kind of moved away from that whole idea. Uh, and, you know, I was, you know, 19 years old. Um, I didn't really have very many options. It was, you know, either work at my dad's body shop or join the military or be stuck in my hometown uh, doing like the regular nine to five. Um, my mom told me when I was like probably 13 or 14 years old uh, that I had a gypsy soul. Uh, one yes. day I was going to leave home <laughs> and I would never look back. Uh, and she was completely right. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I decided to travel around with the carnival uh, at 19 years old. Yep. <laughs> Carney gang. No. Oh, yeah. you, okay, wait, we have to get into that. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we are now on IMDb. So if you are looking up any film, TV show, you can now look up Are We Having Fun on the Internet Movie Database. Dude, yes, we are legit. We're legit as fuck. So you can actually rate us 10 stars there. Super helpful. That would be so, so important to Kayla. Please do it. Please. To both of us. To everybody listening. It's important to you too. Damn it. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) So, uh, Stephanie, we are back for another episode. (laughs) Back and better than ever. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I've been practicing. Like, I've been doing this voiceover class. And we have to do all these crazy characters. Um, Actually, Parker had to see me in action today. And I had to do like 30 different animals, 30 different crazy faces as I'm reading these like video game scripts. It was weird. I got, I've, I'm still channeling that energy though. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> but we're back uh, with another episode of, are we having fun where we're always having fun? And even when we're not having fun, then we're talking about how we wish we were having fun. <laughs> how we could have fun. <laughs> and so Today, we have another guest. I mean, killing it with these guests. This is going to be the first person that I don't know. So that's exciting because I've been bringing on all of my family and my friends for Stephanie to meet. I needed um, to sprinkle something of mine in here. Yeah, and, and eventually we'll have some uh, some strangers. But for now, our friends are really cool. So we're going we're gonna to keep rolling with it. So today we're going to have an episode on sales and that it might not sound fun, but you know, we make everything (laughs) fun. We're going to, we're going to talk about how much fun we have in sales. Okay. Obviously we have this (laughs) podcast, so we're killing it in the sales game. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. All 12 of you listening. (laughs) Killing it. (laughs) (laughs) so so today we're going to have Vaughn's on the show and I'm going to read a little blurb about him he is 29 years old and a sales manager at Vivint so he is on the I don't know why I want to say ground floor but he is doing (laughs) legit hustling going door to door making it happen making sure people are taken care of He's a former wrestler. He's been traveling the country for almost a decade now. 
And he was born in or raised in North Carolina. I don't know about born. He can uh, confirm that, um, but lives in Florida and is currently in Texas. So, you know, we got to get all sides of the country on this show. <laughs> and and he's, uh, literally, he's literally in the field right now, like in his car recording this. In so. his car recording. So we're not going is- to... We're not going to take too long. Um, He, you know, once in a while, enjoy. He really enjoyed our 420 episode. Um, (laughs) Really really enjoyed it, but who didn't? (laughs) And um, we're just going to get on started. So before before we jump on in, um, Stephanie has a special wine to share with us today. What do you have, Steph? Um, this is a Pinot Noir. It's called A to Z. It's from Oregon. And Ooh. it's a little sweeter than I am used to, to be honest, but it's still, it's not bad. <laughs> I would say, you know, Pinot Noir is a little sweet for my taste too, but I just like, I like, well, I like my- that they're light, but this one's like kind of sweet. So I don't know, it yeah. kind of threw me off. But I like dry and heavy. Like I'm just going to like drown myself in wine. Jesus. This got dark. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, welcome Vaughn's Hall. How's it going today? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Thank you ladies for having me. Uh, It's an honor to be here because I'm all about having fun. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, super excited. (laughs) Those are the people we love. Those are, yeah, you're perfect for the show because one, Yes, we love people that are having fun, but we also just love creative workers. And we've had so many different kinds of people on the show, different fields, different ways of looking at things. What it boils down to is you have to do the work. You know, it's like the first time you make a phone call, you're going to be so scared shitless, <laughs> you know, like nothing yeah, scarier, nothing scarier <laughs> than making the first phone call. But once you kind of master that, it's almost like a game. It's like an art form. And that's the kind of like energy we want to bring and hopefully inspire people. So tell us a little bit about Vivint and how did you get into it? Uh, So I think it was kind of like a godsend how I actually ended up uh, at Vivint. Uh, So I started my traveling. uh, So I got injured. wrestling dropped out of college you know kind of moved away from that whole idea uh and you know I was you know 19 years old um I didn't really have very many options it was you know either work at my dad's body shop or join the military or be stuck in my hometown uh doing like the regular nine to five um my mom told me when I was like probably 13 or 14 years old uh that I had a gypsy soul uh one day I was gonna leave home (laughs) and I would never look back uh, and she was completely right. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I decided to travel around with the carnival, uh, at 19 years old. Yep. <laughs> Carney gang. No. Oh, yeah. you, okay. Wait, we have to get into that. Okay. <laughs> continue though. <laughs> oh, he's getting into it right now. Just, yeah, just no, wait. no. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, I got to travel, you know, pretty much all corners of the United States, um, you know, I'd seen over half the country by the time I was about 22 years old. Uh, but I had, you know, met a, made a friend uh, in the carnival. Uh, I ended up uh, leaving the carnival. I, you know, it was time to expand my horizon, get into something new. Um, so I got recruited uh, to do uh, sales in Arizona. Um, 
where yeah so like actually in minnesota i think it's the same law where you like you can replace your windshield for free and you work directly with the insurance um, mm-hmm. i so, still yeah, have florida would... insurance so <laughs> well they, they do it in florida too yeah they do it in florida because yeah. I, I had a giant crack and i had to do dude, that dude i had a giant crack like two months ago but it was free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was like the whole thing right is we're like hey free shit right everyone's all about free so right um it, it was pretty cool uh kind of getting experienced that um but yeah it was like kind of weird uh the ceo had put in a program where we could get promoted up in the company uh, and they would help us with a startup fund where we would run our own LLC. Um, and so I was actually going to do that uh, in Jacksonville. And then the hurricane had come through. Um, I think it was like 2017. And, uh, excuse me. Uh, so basically what had happened is like the market depleted. People were replacing their cars, not their windshields. Because their entire car <laughs> yeah. was damaged. Um, so they gave me a new title uh, where they they promoted me to what was called a national trainer. Uh, and so my GM at the time, uh, he was going to Tampa. Uh, Tampa was on, uh, untapped as far as like the market and people were still getting their windshields replaced. Um, so they had me go with him. Um, so like a few months prior to that, I would see my buddy Roger post Facebook statuses. And it'll always say like, hashtag only Vivint, hashtag six figure summer. And I was like, my man's smoking crack if he thinks he's going to make six figures (laughs) in in four months. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it was uh, pretty ironic. Uh, I ended up moving to Florida uh, within like literally a few days of being there. I bumped into some girl. uh, She had asked how long I'd been doing door to door. At this point, I was roughly about four years in. Um. And she had asked me, she was like, had you ever heard of Vivint? I was like, yeah, I have a buddy that works for Vivint. She's like, no way, what's his name? And I'm like, his name's Roger. She's like, Roger what? I'm like, Roger Ryan. Thinking in my head, there's no way she's going to know this fucking guy. Somebody I met in the carnival years ago. Um, She's like, yeah, I know Roger. He's like super tall, wears goofy socks, has like a koi fish tattooed on his leg. I'm like, oh my fucking God, she knows Roger (laughs) Ryan. So sick. yeah, so, like, we exchanged numbers or whatever. I told her, I was like, yeah, if I was going to make any change, like, I'd hit him up, whatever. Um, 20 minutes later, I get a phone call from a Florida number, and I just hear, Vons, dude, you're in Florida? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, he's like, where at? I'm like, I'm in Tampa, working, like, the Carrollwood area. He's like, dude, I'm 20 minutes down the road. Let's hang out. I was like, Nice this is crazy, right? So you're like reunited and it's like, it feels <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, I was kind of lucid for a few minutes. I was like, this is a little trippy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, what's happening? <laughs> and I, you know, it could have been some of the fun times that I've had just popping back into my head, but whatever. Um, <laughs> That's good too. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so it was just like super funny. And then he like, he pretty much begged me to come like, just check out a meeting. That's all he kept saying. Just come check it out. Just come check it out. You know, it's no pressure. Just come check it out. Like, all right, man, you know, I owe that to you. I, I think that's the pitch. That's the vivid pitch. Just take a look. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Just come take a look. Honestly, that's <laughs> no like pressure. every pitch. Yeah. Just listen to an episode. Just no listen. obligation. Yeah. Just come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> Taking off the pressure. We get it. Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, needless to say, uh, I went to a meeting in Tampa uh, where I met 
my current manager, Daniel, um, after about talking to him for about 45 minutes, uh, I was signing paperwork, uh, saying that I was going to start the job. And then the following Tuesday, I quit uh, my other job. Nice. Um, nice. Yes. So it was, it was pretty interesting how it all ended up, um, ironically enough. Um, and I've actually said this multiple times. Uh, Roger keeps getting put in my life like in random moments because like God's like, this is just the person that we attach you to, to get you to the next spot in life. Yes. I, That's so awesome. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, lo- so like, I love people like that. It's like, they're just a little right. bit ahead of you. And it's not like they're your mentor or anything like that, but like, it's almost like you're fo- like, you're not following in their footsteps, but you keep seeing they, these parallels. They just push you, just push you to they be just, better. Yes. yes, exactly. And that's what you need. You need people like that. And that's all it was. It was just like the parallels of it. So that was actually really cool that you said that, Kayla. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ironically enough, he actually doesn't do Vivint anymore. Like he's like streaming video games because uh, that's what he wants to do. You know, Twitch. You know so, it might yeah. be. You're on a podcast. You're like halfway there right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's pretty, pretty weird. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's how I ended up uh, with Vivint. Uh, Vivint's just like an immaculate company. Uh, the biggest thing I'd say I have to like uh, or enjoy the most about the company, uh, number one, the people I get to like serve every day. Number two, the time off that I have. Uh, so like my freedom. Um, and then thirdly, I'd have to say is like the culture. Um, like literally I've never had like a stronger connection with like individuals or even a group of people as strong as I have with Vivint. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, yeah, it's, uh, it's untouchable really. So I just, I genuinely love what I do and genuinely love the people that I get to work with and the people I, like I said, I get to serve every day. So yeah, that's just a little bit about that. Wow. Okay. So awesome. I have millions of questions. Okay. That's exaggeration. <laughs> but first, first of all, first of all, we have to go back because you were in the carnival and I didn't, I didn't know this. Stephanie didn't say anything and not about only this. That, guess who are the people in the carnival? South Africans. Of course. Do the accent. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was like my second or third day in the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know South African people were predominantly white. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, was, I thought you were going to say crazy not... because they're all crazy. Mean girls. Yeah. Man. I mean, if you're from Africa, most, why most are you white? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I was, you know, 19-year-old redneck, basically. I didn't know any better. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, one of the South Africans, rest in peace, uh, Ben, but, uh, yeah, he, like, came up to me. He's like, oh, wait, my who called them in your And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me, bro? Like, you want to fight right now? Are you talking about my mom? What's up, dude? Yeah, so it's, uh, what's up, bro? Who called them in Is how are you? And I was like, the fuck you just say to me too? like, like hands are stupid. being thrown motherfucker he's like oh my fuck bro, you're not south african and i was like no but that sounds pretty fucking cool you you actually Could look you? like this south african that i used to um know that like they all do like golf clubs and stuff like that too you know they're always doing something really <laughs> random that's funny because i love the golf <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> parallel. Everything in your life is yeah. parallel. Stephanie's had enough <laughs> of my recent obsession with golf. 
Yeah, actually, she has to she has to get off on the call because she's going to the range. So, case no shit. Yeah, I'm super jealous. I'm supposed to prioritize myself a little more. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, that's so funny though that like, dude, it's honestly the best culture. Obviously, my best friend is from South Africa because it's just like the best spirit. You just surround yourself by like. It, it really is a spirit we'll I do mean, whatever be in the carnival yeah we can hit golf balls whatever you want us to do we'll do it. <laughs> well, we're there we're there we're just and, there for a good time okay and so what like <laughs> what did you do like what was your job was it like uh, so rides when, or so when I first started uh because I was brand new obviously I had no idea they put me at the top of one of like the funhouse slides where I had nice. to be like wait okay go <laughs> yeah wait okay go and then I got promoted up to the bottom where I told people to go up (laughs) oh oh, I thought that was like and then I finally hit the bottom of the totem pole no (laughs) no no uh... I I leveled up leveled up okay (laughs) to the bottom Um, there's like I mean there's like a whole episode we need to have on this like carnival culture I'm down I've always I, we always had like um fair that would come to the church near our houses (laughs) And like every fall, you know, it was like the cool thing to do. Like, oh, what are no, you doing? No, it was doing? a carnival. It was like, yeah, it was a it carnival. Was a bunch of but it was it's a like, bunch of bonzes there. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing on a Thursday night? Oh, I'm going to the fall fest. Like, it was like you're cool. Like, so if you were if you were anybody, yeah. you were at the fall fest. Yeah, exactly. You were like dressing. You were you were dressing how you weren't you allowed a to dress in school, or you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, you want a goldfish. Um, yeah. Dude, this yeah, is like, okay. Culture. You know what? I'm carnival not gonna ask. With I'm not gonna ask anymore because you're coming back on the show just to talk about the carnival because that's its own. <laughs> we gotta go back to sales. I'm getting distracted right now. That is no a worries. whole other episode. I'm learning that there's just too much to have in one episode, but I'm very intrigued. <laughs> So wait, back to back to sales. Let's ring it in a little bit. Um, so for the people that don't know what Vivint is, what do you guys sell? Like, why are you going door to door? Yeah, so we actually do uh, do home security and automation. Uh, we are the number one dominating space uh, in the alarm and smart home industry, and we're now offering solar. Um, so we're just kind of able to give like the all around package for home security, day to day automation saving on your electric bill, going green. Um, We're ADT's uh, number one competitor. So if anybody uh, listening to this right now has ADT, ADT feel free to grab my phone number and we will take (laughs) care of you. If anybody needs home security. Or even just to know about it, like, you know. Yeah. He he is your wealth of knowledge to just like tell you like what you should have, you know, price it out, things like that. So you just need somebody like on that side to give you the info. I mean, this is what this is what the podcast is all about. This is a podcast for the people that are learning how to do life, including us. And so that's why we want to bring on as many different people as possible. Okay, so door to door sales is not for everybody. I'm just speaking for myself, but it it takes a certain kind of person to have the drive to go out there and make it happen. You're not sitting in front of a computer all day. You're not hiding behind a cubicle. Like you have to and get, you get out. told no a lot. A so you lot. have to handle that rejection, right? And Which we, is 
more than we most respect, people can do. We respect that because that is just, that takes a certain level of guts and like, just like personableness. Is that a word? Person, person. I, I, I think you would just say like personality. Personality. Yeah. yeah. So I want to know what makes a good salesman versus a bad salesman in your opinion like what do you do that makes people comfortable to talk to you and vice versa so i think the biggest thing um or like probably the most important thing as far as like a door-to-door salesperson specifically um is just transparency and not being johnny salesman like when i'm out there i'm bonds like i'm not just you know the alarm guy I'm Bonds, the Vivint guy that everyone mm-hmm. wants to talk to, everyone wants to hang out with. Um, so I think just making genuine connections is super important. Um, again, transparency. Uh, and then understanding that not necessarily anything's wrong with what they have, but there are ways to get past it. And mm-hmm. so like people get security to be proactive. Vivint's uh, idea and the whole innovative concept was to stay proactive. And so you just have to genuinely care about the people that you're interacting with. Um, so, um, so my regional manager, he actually says it all the time and I love it. Um, sales isn't something you do to somebody. It's something you do for somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you have that kind of conviction and that belief, no matter how many times you get no, as long as you're just I like that. Yeah. If you're just out there, like the right one's going to fall into your lap. They call mm-hmm. it the sales gods blessing you. I believe mm-hmm. it's just, you know, God in general, but. Um, that's just my personal opinion. So uh, what makes a bad salesperson <laughs> uh, is the negative Nancy's, right? Mm. Or the guys mm. that are, you know, um, they're sketchy. Like if somebody asks you, like, is it a contract? And you're like, well, yeah, so here's the thing. Like, are they trying to like guy. beat around the like, bush? It like, is. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Just be open. And so Transparency. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly, I'd probably say is like the most important thing in my opinion, as far as like sales, because obviously door to door gets a bad stigma. Um, every bunch has a few bad apples. We just don't right. want it to rot in the whole basket. Right. Right. Of course. And that, right. that goes for any industry, honestly, like, yeah. you know, and that's, that's like why, that's why we want to bring on somebody who's passionate about their life in general. And then also about what they do and like how they live their life, because then they're going to be the good personifications of you know what they do and I I think yeah transparency is definitely like the biggest thing I took away from that like that I I would that's how I would feel comfortable too like if somebody walked up they're not like what did you call it sleazy salesman I don't know what you said in sales (laughs) in general though I feel like a lot of different sales companies and industries, like they almost praise you for being sketchy. Like they want the sale no matter what, right? So they're like, do whatever yeah. means necessary. But yeah. with Vivint, it sounds like they're almost like, do it the right way because this is the people that you want to have yeah. like in your book of business. You don't want the, you don't want to like trick somebody into getting your book of business because that's not going to last. You want the right. people and like the relationships to really, you know. I like I like how you said the the right people are going to come to you because like that's kind of like how we operate too. It's like, okay, we're not trying to win a popularity contest here. We're trying to get the people that like find value in what we have to say and who we bring and, on. Like, authenticity. Yeah, versus about. just trying to like 
put on a I mean, obviously we're putting on a show. This is literally a show, but like, (laughs) we're not. Welcome to the show. (laughs) We're just like, if if something doesn't feel right, we're like, okay, let's reevaluate this. How can we make this more authentic? Like, you know, um, it, it just like, you're going to attract, even if you are like sketchy, you're going to attract sketchiness, you know, it's just like, that's such a great point that you made. And so. Yeah, I appreciate that. So do you have like a region or is this like you've been traveling all over the place and you can kind of do it wherever or how does that work? Yeah, so um, Vivint's available everywhere. Um, typically, whenever you call into the company, you're, I'm not going to say talking to the, the sketchy guy, but you're getting, you're talking to the guy that gets paid by the hour. So he's mm-hmm. just going to upsell the shit out of you if he can, because mm-hmm. that's what makes the company more money. Right. Um, but like whenever we're out there in the field and like we're grinding out, like we're hustling, like we just out there with like the best offer that we could possibly give the customer. Um, and so like I tell people, like as soon as I sit down with them inside their house, I'm like, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, time is like the most valuable thing to me. Uh, it's more valuable than money because it's how I make my money. Um, so I'm not here to waste your time. I'm not here to waste my time. I'm a best foot forward kind of person. I'm going to give you the best deal I possibly can without me losing a dollar because I got to work for mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just having that kind of conviction while you're out there, is super important, but yeah, Vivint's available anywhere. Um, it's just, you're going to want to usually talk to the guy that knocks on your door because he usually has the best offer uh, and he's actually working for it. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah. And yeah. those are the, those are the people that, uh, that really deserve it. Um, but yeah, so I'm based out of uh, Tampa, uh, that's where like our division is, mm-hmm. um, which I recently had moved to Orlando before coming to Texas. Uh, but what we do is called uh, direct to home summer sales. So uh, essentially, and it's so funny because you guys actually have it on the uh, on the website, uh, FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. whenever I, whenever I leave Orlando or Tampa or Florida in general, and like we come to Texas or go to Kentucky or Virginia or Kansas or wherever we go, right? Yeah. Um, we're literally dragging ourselves away from our friends, our family, the people that are having fun at the beach, going to Universal, which is like one of my favorite fucking things to do because I'm a I'm a nerd. Same us. Literally, what you did with us. Literally stayed with me. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So yeah. So basically, you just take out all the distractions, and for about four and a half months, six days a week, you just go out there and put your all in uh, Mm -hmm. for like the market that you're in. And like I said, time is like the only thing that I'm short on, like houses are being built every day. There's an unlimited, infinite amount of doors. Um, But the only thing I I don't have a lot of is time. Like, I don't know when that clock expires. That's not for me to decide. So uh, whenever we come out to do something like this, um, we're just making sure that we're actually like making the most of that time, Mm -hmm. uh, making everything that we possibly can count. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all on you to make your money. And I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you have a job to do when you travel and then you come back home to Florida and that's your time to enjoy yourself with your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Or, or switch it, like take the money you made during those four months and put it into passive income. You know, there's like, yeah, infinite ways to do it at that point. Yeah. So, and that's actually like one of my bigger goals. Uh, Cause I've been talking about it for about three years, but like, I want to start a food truck and then eventually own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like part of like my why. 
uh, this year is like, uh, I dedicated my summer to my manager, which if he knew I was doing this podcast, he'd probably be like, bro, what the hell? <laughs> hey, we're repping Vivint though. Yeah. This is gonna reach. This is gonna reach people. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we're we're putting it out there, so we're out right. representing. I even got my Vivint shirt on. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's like it's like you know, I I see what you do as like it's like every real estate agent is on social media now, but like you're gonna gravitate towards the ones like you said that are like transparent and like like just just talking to you. Like I'm trying to get you the best house that is for you, you know, like you're going to track yourself to those people. But I'm like, I, I could see you going in that direction as well. Like you never know, <laughs> like your manager could be like, social media is a great way for sales. And then, you know, it it's like, it's like a door people, to so, cyber door to door. People like, get sales off of posting off Facebook and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I've definitely yes, seen yeah, people get so, that. So that's actually what I was about to say. It's pretty ironic that you brought that up because uh, part of the deal I do with my customers uh, so like there's an activation and warranty and installation fee and like we do a trade-off. So that way there's a fair balance and it generates more sales and they're a little bit easier. Um, so one of the biggest things is using like the social media page for like the neighborhood specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you have a happy customer or somebody that enjoyed the deal or just you and you get them to post, people want to talk to you at that point because people trust their neighbors, not the random guy that showed up to the door. Right, right, right. So we definitely Ooh. utilize social media. I, yeah. I I think that might be it's the, the way of the world now, you know, like even yep. with my job, even with like insurance, like people get so many binds and quotes and stuff just from saying like, Hey, give me five minutes. Let me show you what I can do. Yeah. Like or so, like, Hey, I use Stephanie. Is, like I'm going to go. Yeah. It's like people, me telling my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so take us through, take us through like a day to day like a, a day for you. Like, let's say you're like out there on a Monday, like what does your day look like? Even like, how do you prep your schedule? Yeah. So uh, I've actually been a little lenient on my schedule this year, which I need, thank you for bringing that up because you just reminded me I gotta <laughs> get that into check. Uh, typically I'm, <laughs> I'm usually up about 7am. Um, I'll typically read something or listen to something that gives me like some kind of positive influence for the day. Um, so, like, are we uh, having just, fun? I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect example. Um, yeah, so do that. Uh, if I'm feeling up to it, I go to the gym. <laughs> uh, it's not every day, but I need to, that's part of the thing I need to get back to, actually. Yeah, um, don't we all? Except dang. for Stephanie. Oh, okay. I got guns. I'm working on it. She's been working on it. <laughs> I yeah, I got, there's a, there's that that one place that you uh, you go to uh, Hotworks. There's yes. like one like I'm going after this. I'm going at nine o'clock. There we so go. If anybody wants to go with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's typically that. And then uh, usually I'll do like a smoothie for breakfast. Um, mm-hmm. So that way I'm not like, you know, held down heavy shit in my stomach. Um, but something, you know, refreshing, something that's Nutritious. good for you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then I uh, Typically, I show up to like the trainings and like the boot camps that we do for like the people that didn't sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I did sell, I typically will show up because I just want to, you know, watch these guys have the same success that I've had with it. Um, and I truly believe that knowledge is power. Uh, and I feel like I got a big ass head and there's a lot of knowledge in there. So I just like to share <laughs> it as much as I can. Um, so yeah, At least we'll, you're we'll honest. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta wear my snapback on the on the two. You know. What oh I'm saying? God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, do that for about an hour. Then we do about a thirty minute interval. Um, our team specifically, uh, we have probably one of the best cultures in the entire division. Um, that's something that my manager is really good at. So like we have cornhole games, dartboards. Today we did flip cup. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Let's go right now. Any game, any time. I'm on a cornhole yeah. league right now. Let's go. Two and oh. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm all about it. So like, and that's like super fun. And then like, uh, we'll typically do like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game knockout. Uh, basketball. Like basketball? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, like, we'll typically get a uh, game of, like, knockout in before we start, like, our normal meeting. Um, then we go over what's called housekeeping, which is, like, if we just have anything that we need to share with the reps. Um, and then uh, go over the office standards. What's rule number one? So, so you then, start. So, you start the day with company culture, and then you say, all right, let's get into it. Like, yeah, you, so- that's how you warm up for the day. Like, a team bonding experience but it's like having you know having yeah, that like that's so cool hanging out yeah dude um, we're gonna in, then, input that with you what should. you and me <laughs> yeah we're, gonna play <laughs> we're in two separate states how is that Wait, gonna we used to oh, play country power hour we used to yeah <laughs> know this. um country power hour was our thing so we get to yeah power hour. <laughs> yes we loved it wait oh did that's you do awesome. country power hour with them no, but I've heard okay. about it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> He's a country boy. If anything, that's his that's his jam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um, all have a little bit of that in us from Florida. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say literally being from Florida, I like yeah. you, our team Florida bonding is literally this podcast. Yeah, seriously. Our we 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 were playing um so we did country power hour during COVID, but we also bonded over um beer pong. <laughs> or we tried <laughs> zoom beer pong <laughs> tournaments <laughs> it's very hard yeah especially when and you're cornhole. actually drunk we're, we're both pretty good at cornhole so that's our yeah. i think that's our game honestly we went to that like, bar and we played it yeah oh we, yes well we yeah we oh, love games about y'all. yeah 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 we oh, okay. went to a bar and we were we kicked ass Oh, well, us oh. too. Yeah, cornhole all around, cornhole. dude. Let's that's go. The, that's the jam. <laughs> this is a cornhole podcast now. No. <laughs> like break the sales. Let's talk about cornhole. And yeah, <laughs> let's just talk about winning. No, I'm just kidding. Um, really? That's no. Cool. Um. So, but yeah. No, honestly, we we talk about whatever on this podcast. I'm in. But as far as like um day to day, right? That's what we were talking about. So like you, <laughs> so you have your like basically like warm up meetings or whatever, and then you break yeah, off. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So we typically will will go through the sales. Uh, so what we do is we have like a big old board with everyone's name on it. We start from the bottom and work our way to the top rep, um, which usually is like for the month, like whoever has the most sales, and then it goes in order. Um. But yeah, so like if you did not sell the day before, um, so like we call your name, Kayla, how'd you do? If you didn't sell, you would say today. So basically Mm -hmm. you're just like verbally agreeing to hold yourself accountable uh, Mm -hmm. to go out there and, you know, make it, uh, make it happen, get it done. 
Um, and then we celebrate the people that do sail, chant their name, high fives, the typical sales thing. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're playing, like, yeah, throwing people I've in the seen air. Videos. Whenever, like people are just like uh, diving, like mosh pits. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> That's what the uh, snapback backwards thing. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely take the hat off every time I get tossed in the air because someone always shows the fuck with me and grab it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, So we'll like chant, high five, yep. And then um, we like kind of set the standard for the day. Hey, let's do 20 today. Let's do 25 today, whatever the case is. Everybody agree? Yes. And then we do a little cheer and we get out there. Um, I'm typically the cheermeister for Saturdays because it's the biggest day of the week. Uh, and I got the loudest rumble in my voice when I get vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get everybody fired up and then, yeah, uh, we ride out and our, we ride out in groups, uh, you know, three to four people in a car. So that way you're able to oh, like, okay. Yeah. So typically like the vets and the managers, they'll drive out like a, a group of like, you know, again, three or four people. Uh, mm-hmm. and then on the way to the neighborhood, like if they have questions that, you know, wasn't like the topic of the day uh, for like the boot camp. They're able to like pick our brains, see what's working for us, see if they can implement something that's going to improve their sales process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then uh, we drop off the guys. We get out in the field. Typically around one thirty-two o'clock, we're out in the field. Um, and then Texas is what we call a late market. <laughs> So I, I actually had a, um, like a clarification question. So like you get three people or four people in your car and then do you just like pick a neighborhood and you all get out and like go in different directions? Uh, no. So we have an office administrator, um, Mm -hmm. and she like, uh, we have like a certain boundary of like Houston, like the Southern part of Houston specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, for our team. Uh, and then like, you know, we'll, we have the certain areas that we know, are good what's like new development all that and we'll typically draw out a neighborhood of about mm, i'd say roughly two to four hundred houses depending on the rep um so like somebody like myself you give me 200 houses i can be there for two weeks three weeks a month sometimes Mm -hmm. as opposed to like a brand new rookie he needs 400 houses and he's done by saturday (laughs) yeah he's still still figuring it out yeah um But yeah, so like we, we have our designated areas that we're assigned to. We drop them off typically within like a five to 10 minute radius of like the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so like I said, we're out there until about 1.32. Um, and then we stay in the field. Uh, the rule is dark plus three more doors. Meaning as soon as it's pitch black dark, I just got to knock three more doors. Uh, I typically like to get three full interactions if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I can like set up appointments for the next day if it is too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the further we get into summer, uh, we do competitions within the company where we're going like head to head against other teams uh, in other markets. Uh, so we win like super crazy cool incentives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I have a duffel bag full of t-shirts um, that's from Vivint. Um, I've bought one pair of shoes in the last three years because they keep giving me shoes. Uh, we win like segways, um, shades, uh, Memorial Day's coming up. So like they'll do a crazy incentives for Memorial Day where you can win like an inflatable hot tub and stuff like that. Uh, nice. and everything's Vivint branded. And then you yeah, get so a trip, right? The big thing is like yeah. a trip at the end of the year. 
Yeah. So the biggest, uh, the biggest thing is definitely the trip. Uh, so if you hit it like a certain amount of sales, um, or what we call RMR, which is just like a total of like your customers for the summer, mm-hmm. um, they then pays for you to go to a trip, uh, this year, the trip is to, uh, Costa Rica. Nice. nice. Stephanie's yeah. knows all about that one. Oh yeah. yeah so they, they like pay for us. Like they, it, it's all inclusive. Uh, if you hit like one tier, they cover the like the uh, like the actual trip. You just cover the plane ticket. Mm-hmm. If you hit the second tier, they cover the ticket and the trip. If you hit the third tier, they cover the trip, the ticket, um, and then a um, a trip for like a friend or a guest or whatever. Nice. And then you just cover their flight. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. And yeah. So really, really quick, I did want to touch on this. One mm-hmm. of my favorite things about what we do whenever we actually do these trips, uh, right before we do that, uh, we typically do what's called um, a charity trip, where Vivint will take the reps to like a certain part. So like, we'll, we'll go to like a part of Costa Rica, or Cancun, I can't remember which one it was, um, where we'll actually like help build schools and um, for like, you know, uh, the poor areas and stuff like that and then we have what's called donation day mm-hmm. so you're basically able to donate an account um where you get paid uh part of the commission but vivant keeps part of it and then they give it to like autism speaks uh again like the the, the programs where like they send people out to like these low uh low income areas that you know um nobody's really doing anything for so vivant doesn't just like isn't just focused on serving while we're out there selling like their whole general perspective is to continue to serve mm-hmm. and as the company continues to grow they just continue to give more and more and it's like like I said it's just untouchable it's it's a really yeah. beautiful thing that they do there's so much more to it than just like the actual job that's like the yeah. culture above everything is like what stands out to me like starting the day with cornhole i'm still on that <laughs> and then and then and then you do a good gotta job. be a good day if you started yeah. with cornhole i literally came to town for like a family event or something like that it was like a few days i was in town and i'm like oh, oh i'm free one day let me just work because my mom will be working my siblings will be in school i might as well do something and i was staying with stephanie anyway so i got this job um, where we all met at UCF, it was hysterical. Okay. I'm not even going to say the brand. Cause I don't, I don't want to make like them look bad or anything like that. But basically, um, did you go, wait, did you go to school in Orlando? No, no, North Carolina. No. Okay. Okay. So like it, in our college, um, and obviously every college kind of has this, but there's like a certain section where people set up tents and they like yeah. flyer and stuff like that. But recruiting, so yeah, but there's only one day a week you're like allowed to bring outsiders or something like that. So supposedly they got the okay, like the brand or whatever, the the marketing company got the okay. We're hired like as a 1099 contract, you know, we're we're not even like really anything to do with the brand, we're just representing them for the day. So we get there and, um, first of all, we start, um, setting up the stuff. Right. And then somebody says like an hour or two in, like who, who allowed you to be here? 
because I'm with the student union and I didn't give you the okay, like basically. And then on top of that, there was another group. So it was like two marketing companies had been used for the same brand. So people were showing up like, Hey, I'm with your brand, but they were hired as like campus ambassadors or like volunteering or something weird. And they were doing a completely different set of like, like koozies and stuff, you know? Um, So they had no idea what they were doing and they were coming to us for like basically training of what their (laughs) shift was composed of because they had no idea what they were doing. So like that company was making the brand look bad. And then on top of that, like supposedly we got the okay, but then they were like, we don't care. It's not like a Wednesday or whatever day is the market day. So we had to leave. So we go into this neighborhood, literally next to Stephanie's and we're going door to door, but we all get out of the same car. We have full boxes in the trunk of this truck, in the bed of this truck. And we're just like, taking stuff out of boxes, trying to see how many houses we could hit and then like moving on or walking back to the car to reload. And (laughs) it was just like the craziest experience because it's like, you never know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, but, but somebody has got to do those jobs. You know, you might be told no by the people that allowed you to be there. You know, it's (laughs) like, you never know what's going to happen. Um, but you just have to keep going. And, and then like, you know, I'm texting Stephanie, like, Hey, I'm literally like half a mile away from you. Oh, okay. Wait, now I'm two miles away from you. So, okay. Now we're going back to UCF. So it was like a whole thing where I was like, circling I was like, around I was house, like are you I never okay? It. Are you kidnapped? Yeah. I see you're in a car. Are you, you need home? help. <laughs> She's like watching Blink my location. If you need- <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's, you know, it's just, Honestly, like I said, you got to make it a game. It's like, it's fun. It's like the whole thing where you're hyping each other up, you know, it's like, you're there to do a job and you're going to have fun doing it. Like that's just our number one priority. I don't know if this is like a job that people necessarily do to like retire. You know what I'm saying? Like they won't do this in their forties. So this is kind of like a job where it's like a stepping stone, right? Like you make the money you want to make, and then you can pursue your other interests or do what you want and just kind of like grow from there. Is yes. that, is that kind of the vibe I'm getting? Yeah, absolutely. So that's actually one thing I like really, really appreciate about like door to door sales. Cause number one, it thickens your skin, right? So like no matter what you do, there's always going to be failing moments, but those failing moments are learning moments as well. So if Mm -hmm. you can have a takeaway um, from like the day to day, uh, the ins and outs, the behind the scenes, everything that just goes into it, if you can take something small uh, every day, it's just going to help you develop into like a better version of yourself and kind of like you had said, um, get to your true interests. Like I definitely have worked side by side with dudes that were like 50 years old. Um, and like, they were Mm -hmm. still out there going door to door. And I'm like, yeah, bro, not me. (laughs) Like, like I said, eventually I want to own a restaurant. Yeah. So like, uh, the whole idea for, for me, like I've definitely treated the job as my career because that's how invested I am into it. I just know at some point, it's going to catch up to me and I am going to want to step away from the doors. Uh, right. And then, um, so investing property management, um, you know, things of that nature, Same. stock market. Yeah. And then again, my, my passion is going to be just 
food, like owning a restaurant and like being able to provide a good service, good quality, take care of the employees, things of that nature. Like I yeah. want to be somebody that pays my waiters minimum wage, not $3 and then you just make tips. Like, no, I don't yes. want to do that. You mean like minimum, um, regular, like re- retail or whatever, minimum wage versus servers, minimum wage. Correct. Yes. Like barely anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like, I just like, I've seen it in and out. Like I have a lot of friends that work in like the food industry and like, I see how much like they, you know, they kill it with tips, but like that only goes so far, especially when you're busting your ass as hard as you are. Yes. And like, and that's kind of why I want to do that. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. Me last that. night, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's a perfect example. Like I've seen Stephanie like hustle her ass off. Um, but like, you know, Dude, I, I left I at it. 3 a.m. last night. Shit was uh, Yeah. We're getting yeah. her out of there. We're getting her I mean, out of I there. I mean, I made money though, but still. Dude, no, no, no. And that's my, the thing, my biggest goal in life is to make the highest dollar amount per hour. With the hour least amount of work The possible. least amount of hours. Of course, that's everybody's yes. goal. Passive Dude, income. I, fi- I want to make money when I sleep. I figured, yes. I figured it out. What I want to do in person, I'm doing right now. And it might be for a different brand. It might be for a different company. Like, you know, every month might change. But like, I know that what I do, I've maxed out my efficiency. <laughs> and we're going to have the conversation about what happens when you realize that when you're working for somebody else and they don't maximize efficiency or company culture, how things can fall apart pretty pretty easily that's definitely a, a conversation for for another episode. another episode <laughs> Dude, so many other episodes but um yeah we are kind of hitting our time so thank you so much for telling us like dude there's so much more to your job than than I could ever have imagined it's it's more than just like it's like you know when you have your candy bars when you're a kid and you got to go fundraise so you go knock on all the neighbor's doors like it's so much more than that like I mean I don't know what other people's ideas of door-to-door salesmen are but hopefully we gave some insight to people and you know whether it's like something you're interested in doing um whether it's for the culture or whether it's um for the money aspects like um Vons is the guy to talk to kind of just explore something new like you can always take a chance and maybe it's not for you and that's totally fine. But like, I like what you said too, Stephanie, you're like, so is this something kind of like you, you take it and you run with it for, you know, X amount of time. And then you move on to your, your life calling basically. Yeah. Yeah, This is your calling for now, but maybe it's like that changes, you know? Yeah. And I like how, I like how though you responded and said, that I treat this as my career right now, because it's like, if you're not totally in it, even if you're like, I'm just doing this so that I can move on to something else. Then in your mind, you're just like, I'm not going to try about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I like how you still, you're like, this is my career. I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to like, you're the cheermeister. Like that's lit as fuck. You know, (laughs) we love a good hype man on this podcast because we are, we are natural hype men. So like, (laughs) like, you know, you got to get excited about things. And if you're not excited about it, then, you know, find something you're excited about. Exactly. Like that is like another, another great takeaway from this episode. Okay. (laughs) And for anybody that wants to either 
get, you know, a security system for their own home or they're interested in a job opportunity, Vons, do you want to drop your info so they can reach out to you? Yeah, no worries. So I would prefer that you guys reach out directly uh, via cell phone. If you guys want to check out my Instagram and like Facebook, that's fine. Like I have a ton of posts and like some videos actually that kind of show you the culture. Uh, like for example, um, like we did the home opener, which is where we like the, the CEOs and like the corporate guys, they come into town and like they tell us about the new shit we're about to be able to do for customers. Uh, so this past year, they actually rented out the Raymond James Buccaneer Stadium for uh, no, uh, the whole stadium. Yeah, the whole thing. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. huge. So what's your Instagram? So they, uh, what's your Instagram handle so they could check that out? Uh, yeah, so it's Vonzynomics. Um, here, let me, because uh, I forgot how it's like, spelled. Well, how do you say it? Like the Fonz, but with a V. Von yeah, so yes. yeah, the Fonz just with a V. Uh, it's V as in Victor, O-N-Z underscore Enomics, E, N is in November, O, M is in Mike, I-C-S. Perfect. And, and what's the phone number they can reach you at? Yep. So my direct cell is 281-902-8726. Uh, please do not send my information to spammers because I will find you and I will hunt you down. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh-uh. Liam Neeson no, is in the no. back. Get that stuff out. Get I will that find stuff you out of our lives. But seriously, guys, I know a bunch of people that have given Vivin a try. Even if it's not for you, you never know until you try, you know? You're either thinking of buying a home or you just bought a home or you're going to be buying or a home. Or you have a brand new baby you're trying to protect. Lots of things. Yeah. Lots of things Lots of on. things. Or a baby dog. <laughs> you got to, you know, you got to keep everybody on lock here. No shame in that. Or even the solar thing. I mean, that's honestly like one of the hey, I'm, big things. I'm, I'm the information guy. If you guys yeah. reach out, I'll make it make sense for you. If you move forward with it, cool. If not, no big deal. I'm just the information guy. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show. And we will have you again to talk about this carnival. About carnival. Because yeah. I'm not I'm not over it. I'm not over it. Um, <laughs> you get stuck on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be, like, put me in, coach. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, catch you on the next episode of Are We Having Fun? Are we having fun, Vons? Dude, I had an absolute blast. Uh, you guys oh, yeah. Really Thank you so much for having me. Thank awesome. you. Thank you so much. We so appreciate you. And we'll catch you guys next time. Ooh.